Marla just picked me up and we're ready to start our excursion for the night. Yeah. Marla is doing sound and let's head out to the Riverside Bridge. It seems like a, an accurate night to do this because there's a full, a full moon outside and it, it does feel a little chilly, so. When you are doing a paranormal demonstration, what keeps you from feeling pain? I, I believe my hypothesis is that Sasquatch used the tree cover all the way across to here. So I make it run towards it this way and then just stop. I move into another world, another dimension. She said it looked like the figure of an angel looking at them and taking care of them. And in that world, there is no pain. And there's a bomb shelter here too or something? Yeah. I saw it trying to open the door. Assisted by his wife, Zara. Petrol will insert tube number six. Part of me thinks it's just all in your head. Part of me thinks it's just all in your head. Is that you, Bane, at Boy's bathroom door? Noisy Cavern presents. We haven't really had a full-on K2 conversation when these have been lighting up, actually. I mean, I, I always get the sense that somebody's just staring at me, either from, like, the closet doors, like, cracked open. Oh my god! Oh my god! Well, it means it's something paranormal. Hopefully, extraordinary. 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 Into the strange, the unexplained, the occult, and everything paranormal. Hey everyone, what is going on? We hope you're listening to this new episode of Dark Dimension because, like us, you also enjoy the strange, the unexplained, the occult, or the paranormal. Quite honestly, I believe we all secretly enjoy a good bone-chilling, hair-raising, nightmare-invoking urban legend, right? Especially when the antagonist is a mysterious creature or a cryptid. While California is known for many different things, such as movie stars, beaches, amazing food, droughts, and raging fires, it is also home to some very peculiar legends based here in the U.S., One legend we will be exploring today has us visiting, obviously, the city of Riverside. For those of you that don't know, is in the greater Los Angeles um, area. It is a metropolitan area in the Inland Empire, and it is actually the 12th most populous city in California. But that might have not been the case in 1958, where those numbers were probably not as high. And so this story allegedly took place, well, the story took place in 1958. The encounter allegedly occurred on this Riverside Bridge that crosses the Santa Ana River. Now, Marla is going to recount the events that were reported by the, the only witness, I guess. Right? Right. So it was late one night. On November 8th, 1958, and a man named Charles Wetzel was driving along the road when he was driving alongside the Santa Ana River, and he noticed that it was overflowing. And suddenly his radio uh, 
just stopped working. And as right as the radio stopped working, a creature jumped out onto his car with a big pumpkin head and long arms and a scaly body, arms that uh, went out the sides of his body. And the creature jumped on top of his car and Charles was going to grab his gun to shoot it. But uh, he thought, you know, he probably shouldn't do that because he would shoot out the window and that would let the the creature in. So instead he sped up and he um, ran over the creature. And from there he called the police station. And um, the police came down and they brought search dogs and uh, they found nothing, but they found uh, claw marks on his car, and but the creature was gone. So we're trying to figure out, maybe we could see the creature today, or we're trying to figure out what it was. It could have been uh, connected to the Hopi Indians, something like a shape-shifting descendant, or it could have been a reptilian alien. But whatever it was, it sure scared Wetzel. And the following night, a similar occurrence was also reported. Not till the 70s was anything ever reported again. Um, someone thought they saw Bigfoot um, marks on the floor somewhere around there. So as you can tell by the, uh, the story Marla just shared, this isn't our typical paranormal um, hunt or whatever you want to call it. She's sweating over there. She's nervous. Back to the story, yes. It involves what the witness describes as a scaly-looking creature. Now, with the description, we kind of concluded that it, it resembled or the description fits that of the infamous reptilians it, it was kind of interesting um now i'm not saying <laughs> i'm not saying i'm a believer of the reptilian nation out there but there are a lot of um there are a lot of people that do believe in in that kind of stuff especially those conspiracy theorists such as david ike david ike uh, is one one known person that really really believes in that reptilian shape-shifting population existing so we're going to walk out there and kind of take a look around the location where Mr. Charles Wetzel said he witnessed this creature jump out in front of his truck or car, whatever it was. What kind of vehicle was it? A Buick Super. A Buick Super, whatever that is. You guys Google it. It's a cool car, according to Marla. Um, but we're going to walk out there and kind of uh, imagine what he would have seen <laughs> You know, this creature jumping out of them. Right now, this place, there's a little bit of uh, light pollution coming from some of the, you know, factories that have been obviously built since that time. But there is still uh, a large parcel of land that is um, it's still dirt. You know, it's right next to the riverbed. A lot of bushes and trees in there. Looks pretty sketchy. A lot of dirt. Uh, a lot of trash, mattresses, couches. There's motorhomes or, or what are these called? Uh, what are these things called? Winnebagels? Motorhomes? Uh, parked on the street here that we're parked in. There's one functioning street lamp. But there's still uh, a lot of uh, traffic 
coming up that main street over the bridge. So we're going to go out there and, and kind of take a look around and share some of the, you know, share some ideas and keep an open mind here, guys. We're going to go into some really um, bizarre possibilities that, you know, make sense if, it makes sense if, how can I say this? <laughs> I mean, this is kind of far out, wearing a tinfoil hat and having an open mind <laughs> type of thing. So I think this fall, falls on the uh, latter part of that spectrum. Interesting stuff nonetheless, but we're going to get out there and uh, scope this out and share with you guys what could have possibly happened, what he could have witnessed, why it makes sense that this area could have been inhabited or there could have been these creatures roaming around. All right, let's go uh, take a step out and check it out. Okay, so we're out here and in the at the Santa Ana River bed. And we're, we're seeing dirt and <laughs> um, a lot of greenery and trees. And we're right next to the street where there's a bunch of truckers and Winnebago's, like JC said, and I don't see any rattlesnakes yet. No rattlesnakes. We might run across some, so we might have to run. So, Charles Wetzel, back in 1958, it was a Saturday night, and he was driving up Riverside, um, Riverside Boulevard or Main Street, depending on what side of the bridge you're on. And as he's driving up that uh, bridge, he notices that the Santa Ana River is overflowing. So he has to stop. And as he, as he pulls over, he... The radio drowns out. Yeah, the radio starts to turn into static. Um, and he sees this creature jump out in front of him. So he panics. He describes the creature like Marla mentioned earlier, having a pumpkin head, um, just kind of uh, scaly, no tall, ears. no ears long, glowing red eyes, protruding mouth, and making a weird, making a weird noise or sound. Um, so right now we're walking. The dirt road just kind of turned into concrete. And we're on what looks like it could be that little area down there could be like a little reservoir where the excess water from the Santa Ana River can kind of um, just sit and rest, I guess. I could actually see like a something hiding out in there. Yeah, there's there's shrubs, um, thick, real thick shrubs. Uh, looks kind of swampy. Obviously, we're by the river, the riverbed. So, during rainy seasons, which we don't get too many of here in California anymore, um, I guess back then, this river kind of uh, gets... Actually, you know what? This area, since it's so close to the mountains here, when the mountains do get snow, I am pretty sure this fills up with water um, in a good, good amount. I doubt, I doubt it's... Uh, 
it's overflown or I doubt it's right now it's dry, it's been huh? flooded in a while but so back back to that story Charles um, stops and it's the north side of the bridge which is right it's coming up here hopefully we run into the <laughs> <laughs> stops right there and uh, it's that area right here so he stops there the creature jumps out in front of him he encounters it and is wondering what the hell you know what the hell is this thing I can only imagine back in 1958 with uh, the whole the, U, the whole UFO th- phenomena um, a lot of sightings had started to occur I think three four uh, what was it, 58 so the big the big UFO craze I think started to get pretty popular around the 40s mid 40s that so, also reminds me of the skinwalker so ranch. people so people were already kind of um, freaking out you know sightings all over the place uh so that could have played into his imagine you know his imagination or or into what he thought he was seeing this creature so he encounters it he wants to shoot it but he doesn't shoot it and instead decides to press on the what am i hearing hold on Looks like coyotes. Sorry, Marla. We just kind of stopped because we were hearing... Which, uh, they're not unusual sounds. I'm pretty sure there's coyotes out here. There's all kinds of wildlife. And... Supposedly, at one time, even Bigfoot roamed these areas. And so Charles pulls his, uh, or he's ready to shoot through the glass, but decides not to, and instead floors the car, running the creature over. Um, Yeah, hears him squeal and all kinds of stuff. They go, and he goes to the police station to report it. They come back with hounds. They can't, you know, they can't track this thing or anything. So, did the thing just disappear or what? Or did it shape, did it transform back into... Into whatever it was. So, that, yeah. that takes us back to, to one theory. That this creature that he saw could have been a shape-shifting reptilian. <laughs> I know, it sounds kind of weird, kind of funny, but... Uh, there are, you know, David Icke being one of the believers of this reptilian um, race that's out there. Now, back, back in the days, there's an Indian tribe. Well, it's not even back in the days. They still exist. The Hopi Indian tribe that had an encounter, had an encounter with a race, uh, a now extinct race called... They called them the ant people. Um, these ant people took the Hopi natives and helped them survive two, or was it three, three mass extinctions that had occurred uh, in this timeline. Uh, so these Hopi, or the Hopis kind of described the ant people as, as what could be... From space, they, they could have been from... The Navajo people. Right. The Anun- 
the Anunnaki were from the uh, Sumerians, I think, from way back then. The Anunnaki are the ant people. Right, Anunnaki were, were the ant friends from the Sumerians. Uh, we're spewing a bunch of bullshit right now, I think. If you guys uh, want to uh, correct us, go ahead and... and in uh, a couple days, so... Leave a message or something to correct us <laughs> on the, uh, the podcast there. But, so, so back to, to the theory. This could have been a uh, reptilian that he encountered... You know, it, it shapeshifted, and that's why they couldn't trace it or find any, you know, find find it. Now, the Hopis talked about the cities, underground cities, located throughout the Western Hemisphere. And there was one person, um, Schufelt, which was an engineer. I think it was Warren Schufelt. He was an engineer who had gotten word from a Hopi tribe member that one of these um, ant people civilizations or one of these ant people cities existed under L.A. Which, if you remember, for those of you that aren't familiar with Riverside, Riverside is not too far from Los Angeles. Um, So, you know, I'm not saying this is what occurred or this is what happened, but the reptilians were probably scouting areas. I don't know. Sounds kind of out there, but... They were scouting areas and they made it out towards, you know, they got flooded out of their tunnels because of the rains and they were out scouting or something. So, so Warren Schofelt uh, was an engineer. He heard that there was a city built underneath Los Angeles. That and, stretched all the way to Pasadena. And he wanted to excavate to find that, that city. And so the LA Times actually wrote an article way back in the day. I think in the 30s. Um, they wrote an article on, and I think Gene, was it John or Gene? Gene Bosket. Gene Bosket was the author of that article. So there was some validity, or at least some people believed in what he was doing, what he found. And uh, the map was actually shaped like a lizard. There's a laid out map of the uh, tunnels. And yeah, like Marla just mentioned, it was, uh, you know, in, in the shape of a lizard. So that area not too far from here could have been a lizard person that he had spotted. Now, right now, it's not uh, too crazy. Is that a bow? What is that? It's a snake. It's an anaconda. <laughs> The area doesn't look too freaky, too creepy, too anything right now. But there's no axis. Well, there is axis, but Marla decided to wear her heels. I don't know what she was thinking. So we're not, we can't really get down into the, uh, into the creek here, into the riverbed. But if you look out there, there's, it's dense, really, really dense. You kind of get the glow of the, the city lights. It's actually but pretty cool here. There's a lot down there. You have a flashlight? I don't know. We're going to shine the light and probably wake up a homeless that's down there. <laughs> We're going to get like some eyes or something. That's a sign. It's a sign.
These lights over there. So yeah, so that was one theory. What's a, what's another uh, another theory there? With the Hopi? No. Well, back to the Skinwalker Ranch. Well, Skinwalker Ranch is something totally different. Skinwalker Ranch is out in Utah. Well, it has to do with the Navajo, and they yeah, it also goes out to California and what does the Navajo? Mexico, Arizona. Yeah, the Navajo, the Navajo tribe. And Which I guess related to the Hopi. Yeah, the Hopi. Turn around this way. Where are you going? <laughs> Get tangled. Okay, we'll stay right here and talk. I just don't want to go back over there. My car's towed or it's broken into. Skinwalker Ranch in Utah experienced a lot of activity. But they were trying to do investigations, and it was all kind of uh, debunked. I think Joe Rogan went out there too and did uh, try to try to look for some stuff, but didn't find much. Um, but they did say that Navajo people would use um, witchcraft. Well, yeah, Navajo people were the skinwalkers, or, yeah, or the they would also do the skinwalker. I think they're witches and skinwalking, uh, skinwalkers, and turn into werewolves and just different animals so i'm not sure what tribes were around here i don't think navajo tribe was around this area i think the gabrielino people there were a few other tribes morongo tribes not too far from here um paula tribe no not the paula what's the other one saboba no paula's on the other end but yeah um shape-shifting lizards Hand the mic around and see if we can pick up any sounds. Bigfoot. There's that light over there. I don't know what that light is. You see that? Oh, I know there is a bike trail over there, so... That looks like it could be a bicyclist. I wish that creature would come out right now and... communicate with us somehow. Don't you? That creature hasn't been that creature hasn't been seen since the 50s. There hasn't been any activity out here since then. Well, I still wish he would come back around and talk to us a little bit. If he talks, I don't know if he talks. Maybe they use uh, telep- telepathy. <laughs> David Icke was a believer that we evolved from reptiles, right? Oh, the reptilian brain. Yeah, well, he believed we evolved from reptiles and... Because, well, we are embryos. Well, yeah, but I don't think that was David David Icke's... um, Who have tails. I don't think that was his... his, uh, (laughs) That's not what he believed. But there was another scientist or another... um, what was he? A, uh, he was a brain science neurologist, I believe. I can't remember. What the heck was his name? Seth Godin, I believe, was his name. And he's the one that stated that we have a reptilian brain. Mm-hmm. We have a part in our brain that's a The back reptile. part of our brain. And that helps us function 
uh, or, or its it function. Controls it controls, yeah, fear, fear, anger, all those reflexes, flight or fight, all the bad stuff. No, not necessarily all the bad <laughs> stuff. Flight, uh, fight or flight's a good reflex to have. Yeah. All those reflexes helped us um, survive and True. evolve to what we are now. If we didn't have that, we'd be, <laughs> we'd probably Dead. be at the bottom of the food chain. But yeah, he he uh, stated that we do have that part of the uh, brain that, that reptiles also have. So it kind of, um, it, it you know, it would make sense if we um, did evolve from supposedly reptiles. politicians. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> that's that's you're going the to the area of like the uh, tinfoil hat. Have the reptilians, reptilians yeah. Um, brain working. Yeah, that's more. that's David Ike. That's when he starts getting into the crazy stuff, you know, that everybody is a reptile or leaders, the Illuminati, and all that nonsense. But yeah, there was no lizard man out here today. This was mm. kind of. Uh, of a weird um, episode we had here. But we're actually okay. we're gonna wait for Louie and and Mango to get here because they want to come out and check this place out. But I might just tell them don't waste your time because it's kind of hard to see out here. It's really dark. Yeah, it's super super dark. I I mean, if there was moonlight, it'd be kind of cool. But hey, where's the moon? There's no moon today. There's a lot of trucks going by, a lot of cars going by. We didn't see any homeless because Marla didn't wear the right shoes and she didn't dress properly to go into the uh, into the wilderness there. Oops. And I reminded her too. She's fired. <laughs> I'm fired. That is the uh, the Riverside Bridge Monster story, also known as the Brain Tickler. Um, the Brain I'm sure, Tickler. I'm sure there's a few other names. Forum. But if you guys want to come out here, if you haven't heard of the story and you want to look it up, go ahead and do a Google search on the Riverside Bridge Monster. And I am out of stuff. I'm out of breath right now because of some meds I'm taking, and I feel like passing out. And it and it wasn't even that you, it wasn't even that far of a walk. But. So if you guys are wondering, like, damn, this guy's out of shape. He's not. No, I'm not out of shape. I'm just, the meds kind of fucked me up. But anyway, we're going to wait. I'm going to wait a little bit and see uh, see if we can get some pictures for you guys of this area.